0: amazing rewatch listeners this is jessica and sadie and we are back with season one episode three we left off last episode with kim and leslie being eliminated in paris which means nine teams are remaining they are there in paris for their 12-hour mandatory rest period should we just get into it yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah they checked in at the arc de triumph at the end of the last episode for their pit stop and that's where they're leaving like she said 12 hours later and their route info says teams must find le grand rue which is french for the big wheel but they don't know exactly what it is yeah they have to figure out what that means in english so le grand rue means the big wheel in French, like we mentioned before. But at the end of the Champs-Élysées, where the Arc de Triomphe is, there is a big, huge Ferris wheel at the far end. It's about two miles away. They have to figure out what Le Grand Rue means in English and find that Ferris wheel. So Pat and Brenda, who had checked in first, last leg, because they found the fast forward, and they got there first at 9.06 a.m. They are now ready to leave at 9.06 p.m., And the time is very important for this one because the Ferris wheel closes just after midnight, about 12.30. Yes. And a lot of the teams think that it closes at 12.30 p.m., I think. So they all think that they have (laughs) to wait until the next day. Yeah. But then the first few teams realize that it closes at 12.30 a.m. after midnight. So a few of them have time to make it before it closes that night. Mm -hmm. So Pat and Brenda pretty quickly find out from some local people that it means the Ferris spiel and then Joe and Bill I was surprised they didn't know what La Grand Rue was yeah even though they had lived there but they figure it out and get there so they had they leave at 11:38 so they're about two and a half two and a half hours behind Pat and Brenda mm-hmm. and then Robin Brennan and Frank and Margarita leave about the same time and those are the teams that make it just before closing time at the ferris wheel robin brennan left at 12:11. frank and margarita left at 12:18. so that literally like 10 minutes to get there well all the all four of them were kind of standing there and they're like what should we do well, we should wait until tomorrow and then margarita says let's do it let's we can still make it and so they try as fast as they can to get a taxi and make it there and they do and did did robin brennan steal their taxi like i kind of was confused at what happened there i don't i don't think frank just kind of like freaked out because they didn't wait for them to get into the next taxi or wait to see if they had found their own taxi or something. They just, like, got into the first one and didn't. Oh, I see. But, I mean, that's not the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I get so mad. But Frank was, Margarita was like, do you think we should look at the fast forward? And he's like, no, that's sissy stuff. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know about him. He's... Not my favorite so far. I know you shouldn't say that sissy stuff. You're gonna have to you probably have to use that, that sometime. <laughs> yeah. Well, Pat and Brenda get to the Ferris wheel first. The clue is a detour. The choices are easy walk or tough climb. Tough climb is you walk to the top of Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. I don't know. <laughs> probably not Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like football. Of Notre Dame. It's about 297 steps and you ring the bell at the top or easy walk is you find the Foucault's pendulum and find the statue of the cat next to it. But the, the thing with this one is that there's two of these in the city of Paris mm-hmm. and they have to figure out which one it is. Yeah so one pendulum is at like a art and craft museum or something. I don't yeah. know what they call it. An art museum. And then the other one is at the Pantheon. And so they have to figure out which one is actually the right one that has the cat. But they don't, it. they don't know that.
1: Like, yeah, they just they don't have know to, it in the
0: clue. Yeah. They just have to like ask around and figure out where it is. And if they go to the wrong one, then they have to go to the other one. Which one would you do? I probably would have said tough climb because it didn't specify Notre Dame. As the place. it's just a ring Quasimodo's bell. And everybody knows where Quasimodo's oh, yeah. bell was. So it was easy to figure out. Yeah.
1: Plus, and
0: 297 steps is not like impossible. Yeah. I probably would have done that. Me too. And I love The Hunchback of Notre Dame. So oh, I me thought, too. I would have thought that was really cool. That's probably like my favorite Disney movie. I love it. It's like so underrated. It is. It really but is. But it's a good one. The music is the best. Mm-hmm. My fave. So, yeah, I probably, (laughs) out of these two, I probably would have picked Tough Climb. What do you think? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay, so once these first four teams get their detour at the Ferris wheel before it closes, they kind of all realize that they can't really do much until the next morning because the... Things don't open until about 10 a.m. Yeah. And so they just decide to kind of do their own thing, and Joe and Bill decide to go walk around the city and see where they used to live and their old... Go past their old house. Yeah. I would do that and it's what else what else would you do for nine hours in the middle of the night in Paris for them I mean for them obviously that's what they and they're like all, they're like so comfortable there and having a good time and they're talking and they're like getting emotional he's like (laughs) I knew you would cry (laughs) I think it's cute and the rest of them just kind of well they figure out where the pendulums are yeah they figure out where it is which is a good idea to do and then they all just kind of like make their way there and it's interesting because all these first teams decide to do the easy walk. I mean I guess if you have that much time to figure out where it is then that seems like the better idea. But you notice Joe and Bill one of them mentions oh pendulum I saw that it was at that museum when we lived here it was at that museum. So originally we're going to go to the wrong place but they stopped inside some sort of Play like store or something and asked somebody and they told them which one it was and they're like oh it's good we asked because huh, I must somewhere. not have watched this episode as closely <laughs> as we did because I don't remember that either uh, but we get to Drew and Kevin mm-hmm. and they are leaving the mat at 12.27 <laughs> and they look at the fast forward and they originally were like eh let's not do that that sounds dumb and then they tried to get to the ferris wheel and get there two minutes after it closes so then they decide to do the fast-forward mm-hmm. after all. Drew wants to use it, but he has to convince Kevin to use a fast-forward because Kevin says it's too early in the game to use it. But he says, well, we're going to be stuck with the back of the pack. Let's do this to get to the front of the pack. And So I think it's a good idea. Yeah, because you have to... You know that everybody's going to b- want to be using it at the end of the game. Like the last mm-hmm. few legs. And then it's going to be so much competition mm-hmm. going for the fast forwards. Like somebody's got to use them earlier. And I would think, so. I don't know, this early on in the series it's so new. And if, I don't know if they would like think this way. But I would think, okay, well we came to Paris like at the beginning of like the leg before. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to be leaving Paris. It's going to be travel. Yeah. So let's use the fast forward and get ahead of everybody's travel, is what I would think. That's good So logic. I think it would be a good idea. So the fast forward is to find this obscure tea shop in Paris somewhere and name a certain tea. It doesn't seem very difficult. When he was first explaining it, I thought they had to like... And we'll come to this when they actually get to the fast forward. But when Phil is first explaining it, it sounds like they have to like search through the whole store but they don't yeah so but they we'll find <laughs> they just find somebody to give them help to find the tea shop and they find it really easy and they just make you camp there get other sleeping yep. bags and <laughs> just just sleep for the sleep. night <laughs> so remember how last episode we were so confused that we didn't see dave and Margareta do yeah. the roadblock yes it's because they didn't do the roadblock yes well they did <laughs> They did, just not right yeah and they completely just cut it out yeah, you would think that they would want to show that. I know. Maybe they just didn't know how what to, to deal do. with that. They're yeah. Like, what do we do? They're not following the rules. <laughs> just cut it out. They went to the Eiffel Tower and missed the clue box, and both of them walked to the top and just figured out. They saw Paul up there, and they talked to Paul yeah. and figured out what the clue was and then just went. They got the clue when they went back to the bottom, and it said, one of you go up, and then they didn't fix it. And if one of them would have just gone up and, and come, come back, back down, down, then it would have been fine. But they didn't do that, and they just kept going. And then, anyway, so that made it so they had to get a time penalty. And um, they were pushed back to eighth place. Which was lucky on this one, because everybody had to wait till things opened in the morning anyway. Yeah. So they really weren't behind. And they still weren't last. Lenny and Karen were last. Yeah. Yes, Lenny and Karen leave about 3 a.m and they're the last ones to leave they all make it to the ferris field and seem to find it really easily but since it doesn't open till nine o'clock they all just kind of camp out there and then it starts to rain on them and <laughs> they seem pretty miserable sleeping bags mm-hmm. would you take a sleeping bag i don't know if i'd want to like have to carry that around the whole time yeah Or waste my valuable packing space for a sleeping bag. But I'm sure they were glad they had it in this instance. I know. I wonder how often they will actually use it. I don't think you see teams bring sleeping bags anymore. I don't think so either. But everyone's just kind of like toughing it out in the rain. And Joe and Bill are just in a (laughs) cafe enjoying a cup of tea. I loved this. (laughs) Like the cheeky music playing in the background where they're just like loving life. And they're nice and warm and they're... Tea sipping, and they're yeah. just like having the best time, and everybody else is just freezing to death outside yeah. in the rain. <laughs> I laughed a lot. On yeah. that part. <laughs> okay, so the Ferris wheel opens up, and they all get their clues and make their decisions on if they're doing the tough climb or easy walk. But the people that got their clues last night are already at the Pantheon, mm-hmm. most of them, except for Pat and Brenda, who go to the art museum. museum. To the wrong pendulum. and <sighs> <know> that's wrong. <laughs> Frank and Margarita and Robin Brennan are at the Pantheon. Drew and Kevin are at the tea shop. What's next? Oh, yeah. Na- <laughs> Nancy and Emily. They like find everyone at the <laughs> Ferris wheel, and they're like, "You guys slept outside? Why didn't you sleep in a hotel?" And they're yeah. like, "What hotel?" I know they're in the middle of Paris, and they're like, "What hotel?" <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much money they had, or why nobody yeah. thought of it, or anything. It didn't seem to like affect their money situation at all anyway no. I thought that was funny they're like what hotel yeah so we see drew and kevin the um tea shop opens up and they just say the name of the one tea and get the clue and it tells them that the next pit stop is at a chateau in the south of france chateau Beau de province mm-hmm. that was the easiest fast forward ever yeah really I, I thought they had they would have to like find something but they just had to ask one question yeah they don't have to do anything they just <laughs> <laughs> grab the fast forward out of this tea bucket thing yeah and they seem excited to leave paris did you notice when he's like paris it's nothing special it's like soho in new york oh really i didn't yeah. hear that part <laughs> so they didn't seem to impressed with paris Like we said, all the people in the beginning of the pack seem to choose Easy Walk, and then the people at the back of the pack choose Tough Climb. The people waiting at the Pantheon is... Robin Brennan. Robin Brennan and and Frankie Margarita. And then Joe and Bill make their way there. They were just, like, hanging out around the neighborhood. Yeah. And they make their way there. And they're like, be nice, don't say anything. Like, they just know that everybody's already hates them. <laughs> even though they don't really have a good reason to. And Frank was like... Well, we're going to go in the order that we got here. So Rob and Brennan are going to go first. We're going to go second. And you guys go third. Because mm-hmm. I guess they had to take turns going to the, the cat to get the clue. Yeah, so the cat is out, like, in this... Place that has a fence around it, where the pendulum is, and the people at the Pantheon only let one in at a time. And so, when they're standing there, they're like, "Yeah, each of us go in order. How we got here. So Joe and Bill would be the last of the three teams that are there. So they're going in, and everybody just walks past it. They go the the wrong way. So Joe and Bill were like, "Okay, we'll go in (laughs) because I don't know. Was that wrong?" No. <laughs> I didn't no. think so either. Like... I would definitely do that. <laughs> so they just are like, oh, so the lady opens the gate for them and they go and grab it and read the clue and leave and, and they're everybody like, else is so cool bad. guys, I thought we were, I thought we were doing this in, in order, blah, blah, cool guys. And then Rob and Brennan drive me crazy. They literally act like the victim all the time. <laughs> they, every single thing that Joe and Bill have done, they always just act like the victim. It's like, just do your own thing. And they say that. They don't know how to play the game. They just use deceit and trickery. <laughs> like, they're playing it exactly right so far. I just, it just annoys me how they're always mean to them, even though they're doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah, they're just jealous. So then the other two teams finally get the cat clue. Yeah. I mean, it was like an extra 45 seconds for yeah. them. It was not that big of a deal. It's not like one that they had to wait 30 minutes mm-hmm. or anything, you know? Yeah. So they like, they kind of overreacted, but whatever. And their clue says to go to the Hotel de Ville and find a man in a blue suit. And then we have Pat and Brenda, and they're like trying to find this cat. <laughs> they ask this museum worker, they're like, Have you seen a cat? She's like, I've never seen a cat here. I've never seen a cat in here. <laughs> like okay i guess we're in the wrong place <laughs> it's so annoying because they had the fast forward from the league before and they were number one and I then know. they go all the way to the back it's so like frustrating and then all the people who were doing tough climb were just like running around the not, not sure yeah, towers like, like crazy out of breath but <laughs> yeah. but it, it looks so fun yeah like to walk around at the top of that building and be able to ring the bell oh my gosh yeah so all the ones that did the that notre dame one got to the roadblock before the people who yeah. were at the pantheon which was interesting so that one seemed to have been the faster one or closer or something but they find the person um the man in the blue suit in front of the hotel has the roadblock which is called walk through the sewer i don't think it said that though it did, the the roadblock didn't have a title Before they opened it, it said, you must choose who's doing this before you find out anything. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Mm -mm. And everything that was sitting there was like rubber boots and a suit, like a plastic suit. Yeah. So I don't know if they would have known what they were doing. Because if you saw, (laughs) if you saw, if you knew you were going into the sewer, you would be fighting over who has to do it, not who gets to do it. Yeah. Like some people get to like. What do fun things, bungee jump all this stuff. It's like you gotta walk through the sewer. I'd be so mad., I know. so they have to choose. I think they have to choose who does do who does the roadblock before they even found out mm. that there was anything involving the sewer hmm. and yuck, I know it's like a yuck. really <laughs> bad roadblock, I think, <laughs> like it's disgusting. They have to walk two blocks to a square through an underground sewer just one person on the team and they're wearing like these huge bodysuits, like thigh and high rubber, rubber boots. boots yeah and like harnesses and stuff like that and down in the sewer is the next clue was there a map because because how would you like know where you're going yeah it seemed like there was a map because they kept saying get the map get the map okay because I was going to say, that would be really easy to get lost because that probably is like mm-hmm. under the whole city. And if you take one wrong turn. I feel like there's a couple of things in these first three episodes that are just not explained very well on the show to us as the viewers. Does it continue that way? Am I just kind of like being more critical now that we're just doing this? Because sometimes it's like, how did we even get here? What even happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're left with a few questions at the end of each episode. Yeah. Yeah but yeah they gotta walk through the sewer it doesn't look fun it's no. like literally like trash and rats rats yeah i don't even know how they like allowed them to do that it's so gross yeah and they're all like because they all get there at the same time like mm-hmm. almost every single one of them except for pat and brenda yeah so they're just like racing each other to get dressed the fastest and get down there the fastest mm-hmm. and so paul is the first one to get come out of the sewer the other team members walk the two blocks and meet them and to with meet them at step. the top yeah, yeah. And in the sewer is the next route info, which is the directions to the pit stop that Drew and Kevin already got. Okay, did you notice that when Joe comes out, he tells Bill to take off his boots? I would be like, I am not touching those oh. things. Gross. <laughs> no, I didn't even notice. It's like, take off my boots. Yeah, I'd be um, like, no. no, no, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty gross. And they're so, they're mad that they're behind because they lived in Paris and they shouldn't be behind. Mm -hmm. Because I think they said that they had walked, just walked past this without seeing it at first. Oh, yeah. They said they walked past and didn't see the map or something like that, but that wasn't very obvious in the, in the show. Pat and Brenda are the last team to get there, and they know that they are because they get there and everybody's clothes are just laying around everywhere it's that they had been running about. Yeah, the so <laughs> they're just like they get there and they start laughing. They kind of just like have a good attitude about yeah. it, even though they are the last ones, and it's really obvious that they are. Then they all get to they the, go to the train. train station to make their way to what's it called? Um, Le Beau de Provence to the chateau. Uh, team Guido. They, like, help some of the teams in the middle of the pack find the train because they they don't want to help Robin Brennan or Frank and Margarita because they know they're the strongest teams. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we want to help these guys so that we have to compete against them. Yeah, they're like, we want to help the weaker teams because we would rather see them later in the Yeah, which makes competition. sense. But as they're making their way onto the train, the other teams kind of just, like, keep walking and Joe and Bill are like the train's right here and he's like no sh- 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 don't say yeah, anything." yeah one of them tried to yell out for him <laughs> yeah. and then the other one was like stop don't tell him yeah i don't know which one's joe and which one's bill yet i'm not very clear on that yet i, don't I know think joe's joe the bill. one that wears the glasses sometimes with the lighter blonde hair okay, okay. so he was like "Shh, sh- sh- don't tell him don't say anything and the teams and he got on the train they both did and the teams kind of turn around and they're nowhere to be found They're like what <laughs> yeah Uh, they're helping us and now they're not there and they almost got on the wrong train to go in the opposite direction though they figured it out and they went and got on the train and now they don't like joe and bill yeah (laughs) so (laughs) they are making a lot of enemies but i don't know know. why i just like them so much i don't think they're really (laughs) doing anything wrong they're just
1: playing Playing. the game yeah
0: (laughs) i'm gonna defend them this whole freaking season (laughs) And I was really sad because Dave and Margareta did not make the train. Yes. And I was like, oh no. I know. It was really sad. But Pat and Brenda also did not make the train because they were still doing the roadblock. But Drew and Kevin now arrive at the pit stop and it looks amazing. Mm. Yeah, it looks so pretty. So the pit stop is in Le Beau or Le Beau de Provence. And I looked up a little bit of information about this because we you know we want to give you a geography lesson every little episode. So Le is a super old city. Um, so because it's like set up on the hill like it is, it was a good place. It, it says it has good defensive capabilities. Mm-hmm. So like all these old civilizations that have to protect themselves from invaders, they can see people coming from a long way. plus it's hard for people to get to them if they're up on the hill like that. So there is traces of civilization back to 6000 BC. Wow. So there's been people living there forever because because of like how it's set. The protection. Yeah. That's wow. super old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't know if this is right, but Wikipedia says the population is 319. Mm-hmm. So if that's right, it's like a tiny city. Probably part of like a bigger area, yeah. but like that specific city is really small. And probably has more tourists than residents. Yeah. I'm wondering how long they're going to stay here in the next episode. Because there's not much to do <laughs> if it's yeah. so tiny. I don't know. It looks so pretty, though, in, like, the um, surrounding... Yeah, it's right on the Mediterranean Sea. Mm-hmm. So, it has, like, the beautiful Mediterranean climate. And it's near, like, Mar- Marseille and, like, mm-hmm. all the other more well-known cities in the south of France. So... Someday. Looks like a nice place to visit. Yeah, so Drew and Kevin are first ones to check in there at the top of the hill at a... It seems like a run-down castle ruins kind of thing. And it's a bit of a trek. Yeah. (laughs) It looks like a steep hill. Yeah. (laughs) And then they let us know... So all the other teams are on the train except for those other two teams that didn't make it. Mm -hmm. But they let us know that there is a shortcut to this city... If you get off the train before your ticket tells you to. Mm-hmm. So you're t- you buy a ticket from Paris to Marseille. And that's where you think you get off and you take a taxi. Or you get off the train at Avignon. And take a taxi. And you would you be... Lose, you gain an hour yeah. on everybody else. So Joe and Bill think that they are the only ones that know this trick. And they're pretty excited about it. And they get off the train and... All these other people, all these other teams are, like, looking out the window, like, what are they doing? What, what, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, um, what do we do? We're supposed to keep going. But a couple other teams had figured it out because Robin Brennan had talked to somebody on the train who was from that area and told them to get off. And they shared the information with Frank and Margarita. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so those three teams get off in Avignon and everybody else, I, I don't know, because did they see... All three teams get off. I probably would have at that point. I don't think they got off. I think they continued. The other team, Marseille. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, but like, did you you see that? Did they see all the other three teams get off? Yeah, I think they did see Joe and Bill, and then they did see the other two get off as well. Yeah. So at that point, I would be like, okay, they must know something that I don't. Definitely those three teams. Yeah, because they're like the strongest teams. If I saw, they're not gonna just get off for no reason. Yeah. If I saw like Karen and Lenny get off. I probably would not i I like, eh, okay, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. But if I saw Joe and Bill and Rob and Brennan get off and Frank and Margarita, I'd be like, okay, I'm doing what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. But they don't, and they stay on the train. Oh, but Dave and Margarita and Pat and Brenda, who are on the next train, Dave and Margarita also get off at Avignon. Yay. I was really happy yeah. when I saw that. I was like, oh, good, they can catch up. So the first three teams are kind of in a race to the pit stop. I don't think that they know that Drew and Kevin had already got there. I don't think they knew that I, they yeah, had done the fast forward and thinking think so, that they were yeah. going to be team the first few teams. So the second team to check in were Frank and Margarita. And then right after them were Rob and Brennan. And Joe and Bill were fourth, and they thought they were third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah, they were surprised. Speaking of surprise, yes. Dave and Margareta find out they're team number five, and they're like, what? I know. They are like, I, it's so funny. They just sneak in all the time. Like, I swear, the cameramen don't ever even like look at them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're just there. They're just there. <laughs> Doing their own thing. They're so funny. Yeah, they're team number five, and they're like, oh, okay. All right, then. Um, and then Paul and Amy are sixth, and Lenny and Karen are seventh. And Nancy and Emily are 8th. And they all kind of get there at the same time. They say, mm-hmm. we're going to check in together. and But when Paul and Amy get there and realize they're 6th, they're like, oh, none of us are going to be eliminated. So Yeah, they're like, take your time, guys. We're all good. We're fine. And so they just kind of, they're like, oh, nice. They all thought they were the last three to the finish. Which you would. I mean, because they probably haven't seen Pat and Brenda or Drew and Kevin this whole time. So yeah. they probably thought they were, like, far ahead. Especially because Pat and Brenda... Left before everybody else. Mm-hmm. This whole check-in at the mat was very surprising to everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then Pat and Brenda get there. It's so funny it's when they, dark. yeah, <laughs> they, the other teams that check in is like bright and sunny, and then they make their way to Pat and Brenda, and it's dark in like yeah. middle of the night. It's like oh, yes, and they see Phil, mm-hmm. which is the death sentence. Mm-hmm. Just says, going to that wrong pendulum, mm-hmm. like that was the nail in the coffin for him. Dave and Margareta getting off on that early stop saved them. I don't think they could have beat Pat and Brenda up that hill. And no, probably not. So I'm glad I still like Dave and Margareta a lot. I know they're so cute. Yeah. But they have, they have a good attitude and they were just like happy mm-hmm. to be able to do it together. I'm a little sad to see them go. Cause I, I did like them. Yeah. yeah I liked them. I don't know if they are like my favorites, but they're not my least favorite. Yeah. I like them a lot better than Frank. We didn't really like see a whole lot of them. You can tell which teams they've been featuring mm-hmm. more. They were nice and friendly and upbeat and just super chill. This like uh, amazing race Wikipedia gives um, like their franchise history, and they were the first all female team to win a leg last episode, and they were the first ever team to go from first place. To elimination the next episode. which is <laughs> First to worst. Yeah. A little update on what they're doing. We don't really know. We're not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> because Brenda's Facebook, it looked like she had a page, but it doesn't exist anymore. And Pat does have a Facebook page, but it hasn't had a post on it since like 2015 or 2017. But she had a bunch of, she had some pictures with her family or I, who I suppose is her family <laughs> doing a race or a mountain like a hike or something they were all in their exercise clothes and there's like nothing no synopsis of what they've been doing post-race so we really don't know we hope they're they're doing good <laughs> yeah we hope they're well and still friends and still going on trips together yeah so that is episode three i liked this episode it was like really exciting I didn't like the sewer part, but... Yeah, that was gross. I think you can kind of tell that, you know, the editors are kind of getting into, Mm -hmm. like, figuring out what works and what doesn't, and each episode, I think, gets better. The first episode, it was exciting, because it's the first episode, but it was a little bit weird. It was, yeah. And so, as we go along, it's getting a little bit better, a little bit more explanation. It was the first time that we heard an actual explanation of the fast-forward. Even though it wasn't much of a fast-forward. But like, Phil actually explained that Mm -hmm. only one team can use it, and only once per season. Yeah, once per leg. Am I making sense? Once per race. Once per race? Once during the race. Yeah. (laughs) We'll figure out how to say this. They can use it one time during the whole race, and once they use it, they cannot use it anymore. So you have to figure out when it's the most advantageous to you. And, that- and wasn't it like after leg 9, there are no fast forwards? Oh, maybe. Or I- is that a different season? I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's so many. Maybe don't listen to what I said. But as the show gets going longer and longer, and more practice and more practice, and gets better we will too yes (laughs) we'll figure this out yeah we're also figuring this out episode by episode we hope you guys are enjoying the show so far because we like doing it even if nobody's listening we like recording them it is is fun to just like recap it with you if nobody listens I know we can still talk to each other yeah with this microphone in front of our face (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) well okay so make sure to follow us on our social media we have a facebook page it's the amazing race rewatch podcast come join our group and then we also have an instagram that the amazing rewatch so we would love to hear from you guys send us your questions send us comments tell us what we can do better but don't be mean (laughs) (laughs) keep watching the show and listening along with us and we'll see you next episode Episode four.